Maybe you're just listening to one of these for the first time, or you've been following along to the Beyond the Mind series on the Unleash Your Potential podcast. This has been so fun bringing you different experts who are trained in different modalities and different techniques on how to help busy minds and ambitious women get out of our heads. (laughs) Our mind is a beautiful thing. But for the longest time, I held the notion that my mind could solve every problem. And it was a reality check when I realized that while my mind may be very powerful, I am a whole body self and that I can go so much further when I go beyond my mind chatter, beyond my anxiety, beyond my to-do list, and I tap into my true whole and grounded self. And there are so many ways you can do that. And this Beyond the Mind series has been such a fun way to explore alongside you, my listeners, on how we can go beyond the mind chatter. Because I know from experience, there is no one size fits all. You need to find what works for you. And I hope these conversations have been a fun way for you to learn more and connect and get a little bit of insight into what it might look like to try a different technique, a different modality, or shall we say even switch the lens at which you view your life so that you can find more peace, calm, joy, and confidence. If you haven't already, be sure to head to mariaservice.com slash beyond the mind. It'll be linked in the show notes. You can not only learn more about each of the amazing guests that I've had on as part of this series and also get a quick link to their website, but you can also grab a free workbook, which is going to include some reflections as you're listening to this podcast series on how you can start your evolution today. Be sure to check that out. Link is in the show notes. Today on the podcast, I am super excited to share a conversation with a beautiful woman and friend, Teresa Priya. Teresa and I actually met um, at our yoga studio, uh, Radiant Soul Yoga Studio, and I previously had Anthony on, and Teresa is just an amazing human. She has a business called Yuru. You are your own guru. Teresa offers one-on-one sessions, workshops, retreats, and services, focusing on creating a deeper connection to self for inner guidance, peace, healing, and the creation of a heart-centered life. Teresa holds a master's in integrative studies where she focused on leadership, holistic wellness, and human development. She holds various certifications in the mind-body space, including an RYT yoga practitioner, life coach, hypnotherapist, RTT practitioner, Reiki master, and more. If you're feeling an intuitive nudge after you listen to this conversation and you want to learn more about her, feel free to check out her website in the show notes and schedule a free discovery call. I'm super excited to share this conversation with you and you'll notice a common theme is again talking about connecting with your inner intuition. I cannot shout it to the rooftops enough how important it is in this lifetime to connect back to your inner guru. Let's hop in and have this conversation. Hey, hey, welcome to the Unleash Your Potential podcast. I'm your host, Maria Service. So glad you're here. Let's dive in.
All right, I am so excited today. I have Teresa on and we're gonna be talking about, well, I'm actually excited to have her share kind of the modality that we're gonna share today about getting out of our head. Um, so Teresa, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share and, and just see what flows. Yes, me too. And Teresa and I, we actually met through our yoga studio that her and I have been going to. And recently on the podcast, we had Anthony on from Radiant Soul Yoga Studio. And so ironically, yeah, we have been going to some classes together and then kind of crossed paths in a few different ways. I had the honor of doing a session with Teresa la um, just a few months ago back in May. And so I'm just so excited to have her on to share some of her talents and gifts and things that she does. <laughs> Teresa, if you don't mind, would you do a little mini introduction um, as far as for those that are listening? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Yes, I would love to. Um, so yes, my name is uh, Teresa Priya and I work with people just to really connect deeper with themselves. And I know that there's a, you know, I have a few modalities. One um, is called inner voice facilitation and one is called um, RTT. I have, I have several, you know, uh, certifications and things that I have acquired over the years through my master's program and kind of have just been trying to figure out how they intertwine and weave together and have come to this place of really understanding and knowing what I'm here to do and how I'm supposed to interact with people and and so Yuru is my business. It came to me, oh gosh, I wish, you know, time seems to just slip. I, I, I can't yeah. even express the exact number of years, but it's been a long time ago now um, when my oldest son, so I was a teen mom, okay. and um, when my oldest son was starting to spread his wings and get out into the world, I started noticing this um, losing my identity yeah. type of feeling. Absolutely. And just being, not that I really ever understood that I, what my identity was, being that I started as a mom at 16, yeah. but it was just this unpacking of, of trying to figure out. I'm like, okay. And I have three other children, so I have four children. And I just started seeing the writing on the walls. And I knew how I was as, you know, as I was starting to spread my wings and with my parents. It's just like this, you know, it changes. Their relationships yeah. change. And, yes. and the way we are in life and um, when we're mothers is we're completely dedicated to that. But then, and and I knew, knew far too many people that didn't know themselves in motherhood and didn't know themselves in the roles that they play. Yeah. And so that was starting to just kind of stir in me. And um, from that space, really, not only that, but de uh, dealing with many health things in my life and having my dad had a lot of heart, um, had heart condition and a lot of health issues that I watched over my lifetime. And um, different people in my life, my grandparents, my, you know, all, everyone had something. Yeah. And just kind of witnessing this space of um, having my own health concerns, the way I was approaching them with, um, you know, 
medicines and certain experiences that I had with taking some medications for my own um, anxiety and depression as my son was leaving the home yeah. and then had some adverse reactions to those that really were troubling into me to be like, oh, I didn't think that this would be the response I would have. Yeah. So going inward on that and starting deciding to take my own practice a little deeper with meditation and through that, so many things opened. All <laughs> did. Well, and I think like it's so funny. I say that, you know, like so Teresa and I met at our yoga studio, but I, you know, it's as you were talking, I was reminded that, you know, early on when I was feeling super lost, um, I was working at Mayo at the time as an occupational therapist and I was not loving what I was doing, you know, and it didn't feel right. And similarly, yeah, I was like in my kind of my lowest point, my anxiety and depression was all over the place. And I remember like going online, like I think kind of looking out holistic methods, holistic paths. And I think for me too, it's like, I grew up in a family where we didn't talk about mental health or our health really for that mm -hmm. matter. So I didn't see it a ton growing up because we just didn't talk about, about our health, you know, but working at Mayo, I was always around people with different health conditions. And honestly, oftentimes there was a stress component or a mental health component. Anyways, as I started having my own issues, I just remember thinking like, okay, how could I maybe look at this holistically. And I remember Googling and I think I just randomly landed on your website. So this was probably in one of the earlier stages. Um, and I, and I remember, I think at the time, one of the things that you did that honestly probably got me interested in it was the heart math biofeedback. Yes. So it's so interesting that like one, I think just universe, you know, universe had, mm -hmm. had that you and I were going to connect and collaborate, but yes, I think so often some of us find this path of other healing modalities, whether it's often on our own quest mm -hmm. to figure out, oh my gosh, what's going on with me and how do I find myself? Mm -hmm. Especially when you see, you know, other people in your life struggling mm -hmm. and, but then having adverse effects and not seeing the results that they maybe want to see with traditional medicine I models. Anyways, so like I love that you two kind of came to it in that roundabout way. Yeah, and I love heart math. Um, you know, being heart conditions that my dad had, it really aligned to me to to take that idea of meditation and and tuning into what now I know intuitively I was being very guided to. Yes. And that's where Yuru came up um in a meditation once. And I still have my my journal and I keep going back to it and looking and it's just all the fun synchronicities that I see. I was like, wow, that's where that was that then. And this is how it's like coming how it unfolded it oh, is and cool. there was just this guru you are your own guru and and we look out externally right for everything we're yes. taught that way from birth and yes. my parents know what's right for me this is what's yep. right for listen me. to my teachers listen yep. to what, kind of basically look to what society's doing to know yep. how to operate and i raised my kids that way yeah i and I'm still trying to unprogram that <laughs> now yeah. that I have had four and just learning as I go. Yeah. Right. But this whole, uh, that everything that is right for me is outside of me and mm -hmm. that some uh, one else has the answers. And until I started my own deep, own, my own meditation practice and really tuning into that vibration within, I had no clue that 
what was in there. Yes. And so guru is that whole idea of you are your own guru. And my modalities really do center around that internal intuition that we all carry. And we tend to think that, you know, if we look back in history and, you know, the sages, the saints, the every culture has something, right? Yes. But that piece of um, this inner whisper, this inner wisdom that's in there that really is trying to get us to become and be what we were created to be. Yes. And I lean a lot into nature because it's one of those spaces that everyone agrees upon. And when I went in, in my master's, I studied holistic wellness, human development and leadership and really uh -huh. finding holism was the root of it. And it's like, what is it and how, you know, do feed people, interact with people? How do I, you know, become my own self? And all of it all comes back to that holism and all the pieces in parts. And yes. nature naturally shows us the cycles and the, you know, natural ebb and flow of life, the birth and death with every breath, with, you know, the cycles in our seasons. And so... <laughs> You are your own guru. You rooted in like this, this intuition and natural connection to nature and, and just working with people to understand themselves more deeper, yeah. um, or, uh, more deep, or, uh, at a deeper level. Yes. So there's kind of three pillars that go to what I work with is the first really developing the connection okay. um, to self internally. And um, what that looks like and how to create that um, relationship with yourself and how to trust that intuitive knowing. Yes. And then we and and how to with that, a lot of what I do is um, energetic and emotional releasing because we can't connect with that deeper part of ourselves when our busy, overactive mind is kicking in and that yes. fight or flight is our, you know, at the nature where we've started, but we've evolved past that. Yep. And so where we can calm that busy mind and get into that internal, get our body relaxed, we naturally have the ability to tap into a big in us. Yes. And so that's where I start is that connection. And then um, of course, healing is naturally in there because we have been conditioned through time that and all of these things that we all carry and agree to and um somehow although they don't align with us or really um support the life we want it's still what we only thing we've ever known so yeah. there's a lot of healing that needs to happen and i i work with the chakras because i am also um have my yoga 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 teacher um training okay and that is a big aspect of what I bring and what I integrate in. Um, at some point in my life, I hope to teach some more yoga. But for right now, yeah. it's my practice that is just um, what I give to myself so I can show up more fully. And it's so life. good. Yeah. But so then the healing aspect um, is an integration of really again, you are your own guru. There's so many methods and modalities out there. There's so yeah. many practices at the yeah. root. The two things that I found that are in everything is your breath. 
because we can't live without it. Yep. And our awareness and our thoughts impact that. And so when we can start recognizing our thought patterns and the stories we tell ourselves at the root, our beliefs are our reality. Oh yeah. Yes. We create our reality. We with our, create yeah. our reality. We are creators. And that's the last thing is so, um, connect, heal and create are my pillars, I but I really that. spend a lot of time in the connection and the healing. And I feel like the creation will come in time, but right now this is where the majority of the people are. And when we can start getting to those roots and I, I work with um, a nonprofit, the Jeremiah program and Love have been working in um, with mothers for a long time to really get to the root of the stories that they tell themselves. Mm -hmm. And what, when we can stop at any present moment and look at the circumstance in the and say all we have is now and how am i showing up and if there's resistance and if there's challenges what are the stories i'm telling myself and then i can see them um because i've cultivated this practice and the emotional and energetic release i can get out of that fight or flight calm my body come into a harmonious state and see clearly you know, through my own guidance, what is the best next step for me in this moment? And that's what I want to teach people is how to navigate their life from that space. And in it comes through practice, just that like moment. the yoga practice, just like um, anything we do that we want to invest our time and effort into. The more we do it, the easier it becomes. And, and I really want to work with people to tune them inward. Absolutely. And I feel like that's why I felt so called to do this podcast series where we're talking about how do we go just beyond the mind chatter? Because so many people, and it's hard, but so many people just live on kind of that autopilot, busy mind, mind chatter. I mean, really, ultimately, I think people think they're listening. I mean, maybe to their, I don't know, to their mind but at the end of the day oftentimes their mind is just it's the anxiety it's the anxious thoughts or it's the oh i gotta get this done i gotta do this or <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed i'm so overwhelmed and i think people like misconstrue that like oh that must be that's me that's my true self and it's like no 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 that's <laughs> it is real it's there like i'm not saying right it's like because i remember when i was in the heart of my own anxiety and depression i was just like I think sometimes our society, we get to this where like we resist it. Like yeah. I would have parts of myself that were depressed or sad or almost like anxious and too, too much. Right. Yep. And I had to start realizing that like, not only did I have to get curious where, where was that coming from? But it was also so freeing to see that, oh, that's not actually me and my essence. Yeah. I I am not my anxiety. And so I love hearing different people's perspectives on this because I also think there's no one size fits all for any one person. Right. And of course it's like, listen to your inner guide. What, what works for you, find what fits for you, but it all goes back to how do we like pause, mm -hmm. slow down and go within and like there are i know there are so many different modalities but i'd love to hear a little bit more about um can you tell me a little more about the inner voice um yeah. modality technique that you use yeah no that's a great and to tack on what you're saying too is you know the inner voice when it comes through 
it's um and that's where it takes the practice right of tuning in with someone who's guiding you but the inner voice is never going to come from a storyteller place of a fear-based mind it's it always comes through with a very um soft loving compassionate usually very metaphoric and symbolic and what it means is and i'm really just your guide yeah. Like I've never, um, I'm asking questions that take you deeper and you're uncovering it. And this essence, you're like, you feel it as knowing like, oh, that, that is that peaceful space inside me. All right. So the inner voice then, um, of what we do is it's mostly with breath and with emotional release and, um, energetic release. And so, uh, and I, as I said, I also do RTT, which is a form of hypnotherapy. And when yeah. all, most of people get really tripped up about hypnotherapy and all, but all we're doing is yeah. calming that busy mind, yes. getting that reactive, responsive trigger, you know, that fear-based mind to relax. And so it feels like a deep meditation. And as mm. we're doing inner voicing, I am just tuning you inward. And most of the time we spend it just breathing. And depending on where people are at, um, the first couple sessions will, will just depend on how far people can connect. And mm -hmm. I can tell when someone's connected. Um, I'm also very intuitive. And yeah. so it ends up being, you know, if, if at the beginning we might be just breathing together a lot. Yeah. And just relaxing, relax. And I'll, I'll say, you know, I can tell by what they're saying. And the first session, we actually don't start exploring too much. I usually just let you relax and then and then try connecting and seeing how the responses come back. And if I ask questions that trigger, I can tell you're not deep enough. And so yep. then I'll feel into your body. Where do you feel that? Breathe, 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 release, release, release. And I teach you how to do this emotional energetic release on your own. I That's your tool that you take with you to do everything you're doing. Yes. And that is the, you know, it's it's our it's our pain body, if you follow Eckhart Tolle. In yes. the yoga um philosophy, the Hindu philosophy, it's more of your samskara. Everything kind of has this whole, but it's it's basically that trigger that button that you get pushed um that sends someone into i am not enough mm -hmm. i am not whole and, and you I'm start programming separate. right it yes. starts your programming a whole story that we tell ourselves then around that button that yeah. guy yeah yes yeah. And, and i feel like if, if i can relax that yes the more that we do that the less we reactive we are in our life so it's kind of dual purpose yeah. it's to um explore their inner self but also to you know get rid of some of that triggered response within the body and the mind yes and i think what's so interesting is that if i'm being honest like you know if you probably had told me about this technique any of it even really let's say seven years ago seven years ago me would have said i'm too busy mm -hmm. i'm too type a um my mind's too, like, I think before, even though the funny thing is, it's like, I could read scientific studies, I knew the research on meditation and how powerful it is. 
And yet my mind could still tell me a story that like, oh no, this isn't for me though. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm the exception. And so I, I guess what I'm seeing too, cause I tend to specialize in seeing other like high achieving type A women is that I know that this step, step one, learning how to connect, learning how to quiet is probably the most uncomfortable and I get it. I've been there too. But what I will say is, and I think it's easy. We think it's this easy step like, oh, okay, great. She's going to like tell me to breathe, right? I've had clients who it's like, oh, great. We're just grounding. We're going to, okay. And it's like, I know that it's like your mind is going to tell you a lot of stories that this is, this is boring. This isn't going to work. And, and yet it's the most powerful and magical step that we can take. It's really step one in any mm -hmm. program is you have to learn how to quiet calm, go inward, breathe, breathe, breathe. Like you said, it's like, Oh, it's mm -hmm. something. Okay, let's keep, let's breathe through that. So I just like, I want to point out that this is a hard step. I think that's valid that if you're used to being busy, go, go, go. Yeah. It's, it's kind of supposed to be uncomfortable, but then once you like experience the sweet sauce of yes. <laughs> oh, what it feels like when you're just more okay with being as is, and you start to connect and tap into your own intuition and inner guru, you get hooked. Like it truly yeah. is. It's its own then like healing medicine. It's something else and that you have to look forward to versus always looking for external validation. So I love, it sounds like this tool is just really a neat way to do that. Yeah. And th that's where the, my coaching is different because I, I also have my uh, certification in life coaching and you know, I, I consciously chose to go down this route of intuitively building a coaching program that starts with the connection to self rather than, and, and that's where we start. And then we dig into, and I, I always start once we, I teach you the method in the first one, then we come in and say, all right, what's the mind chewing on, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. the mind chewing on yeah. something that you're really like, trying to understand, trying to overanalyze, um, all of the things, right? Yep. Yep. That mind come does. In with the mind's questions and I write them down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to tune you in. And once I get you deep enough, then I ask you, you know, what do you, what does your higher self have to say about X, Y, or Z? As soon as they hear their own wisdom come through, it's like done. Like they, and, and sometimes it takes a little while for yep. that um, voice to start coming out. But even you know, in the first sessions, I mean, and that's the thing, like most of the people that find me, find me know, uh, knowing that this is the where they're going. They're not right. looking for a traditional coach. And yep. I like to set up the stage right away and just like, if this is what you're looking for, um, you know, we're not going to approach that in the same way. And if we don't fit with each other, that's great. But I'm here to connect you deeper. And from that space, we will look at your goals, your um, the things that you want to accomplish. And we'll do it from an inner perspective that ends up showing pointing you down the path of flow and alignment versus effort yes. and grind and stress and you know, overanalyzing and all of those things. And so when you, when people start experiencing their own, you know, path through that space, it ends up being a very, it's a breath of fresh air. They're like, oh, you're not going to tell me what to do. And yeah. I know what to do. And yeah. interestingly enough, the universe and 
every synchronicity ends up backing up what they're shown inside. Yes. And that's where I found on my own, like this was the path I was going to go because as soon as I tuned into my own awareness, I started watching for signs of confirmation, right? Instead of looking for signs of um, resistance, I consciously took the path of, I want to look for affirmations because, yes. and this is, you know, part of my own content just coming to and through me and intuitively, but I just made the conscious choice of looking at scenarios through, and, and my dad um, was an electrician and he wow. ended up coming through in, in, in life. We talked about um, Ohm's law, which is the law that governs electricity. Okay. And Tell me um, that, I don't know what that law is. Well, we won't get into the root okay. of um, Ohm's law because I have Yuru law based off of it. And he has, since he's passed, um, and it, it sounds all crazy, I know, but I'm a little bit crazy and woo woo, but um, he comes to me and explains on uh, how that, you know, the energetics of the body work ah. and how, you know, at the top and, and I don't, I have it on my body. It's my, um, I have the Ohm's law and I also have symbols that I've created for you law, but it basically oh, at the yeah. top is uh, your divine spark, right? That comes from, we are created in the likeness of, of whatever you call yes, some higher or yes. Yep. 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 It, it has created us and we are in its likeness. So our divine spark is at the top. And those are, it's like, you know, the, the volts that come through the, the, you know, from the generators that give electricity to all our homes. Right. Uh -huh. So it's the divine spark. And then with that resistance, you know, ends up being, ends up indicating what our amps are what so the resistance confines us and is our output so when in you know in electricity they make it so our homes have the volts that we need so they don't melt all of our our um appliance yeah, yeah. Yep. everything right yeah so we really get into, so you have that divine spark and the resistance of life and some of it's natural resistance that's just there as us being humans in a form, right? Yes. Humans in a body, humans yep. that live and interact, but yep. there's that extra resistance that gets put on things. And so we can really look to life to say, where are, where is that extra resistance? Where am I giving it? Where is externally giving it all of the things and looking at your life circumstance from that view of that resistance and then finding your own intuitive spark in there. And on the other side, our answers, that's us. That's our human form. That is your you. That is you, you in, in your embodiment. Yes. And it, and the way it shows up in life is dependent on that resistance and how much we let it confine us. And so my whole piece is um, really tuning you into the nature of you and who you are at the root of your essence in your embodiment and working with you to show you on how to navigate the present moment in the resistance yes. to bring your full embodiment because I believe from that space that that's where your gifts and talents and everything can ripple out and, and 
you know, really serve the highest good for you and everyone you interact with. Yes. Yes. And what I love with kind of that perspective, how you shared, right? Like you kind of shared how I, I also really love and appreciate, like I'm a, I'm an analogy person or like, yeah. you know, I sometimes like to correlate this to like how something else works or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I love the metaphor analogy of also correlating it to something and someone that's very meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. But as you were describing that too, it also kind of made me think of how, you know how, so yeah, we all have this divine spark or source that kind of and then there's just this natural, there's natural resistance in life, but also some of this resistance that we get when things aren't in alignment, right? Yes. And it's interesting because I think the nature of humans, um, kind of that conditioning, that programming is we either are taught that we need to kind of fight the resistance. So we, 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 we add resistance and resistance and it just all gets messy and murky. Yeah. Or we put our heads in the sand and it's like, oh, I'm experiencing resistance in life, but like, just ignore it. Just don't look at it. And if we don't look at it, it'll go away, which it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love of kind of your, the way you described it too, is I think it's essential to teach people that life isn't always flowy. Like it can be, mm -hmm. but there is going to be resistance. And usually that resistance is actually not something we need to fight or ignore. It's like the universe's way of showing us love where, it. where, right. Like where I need to ebb and flow a little more, where I need to get curious. Like, I think we're trying to teach people how to get curious again and look at things from an observer lens of, Hmm, this is happening in my life. And I'm noticing a lot of resistance here. Where's that coming from? And get curious versus just so many people, again, we either stick our head in the sand, yep. we just keep building up and we get more anxious and more depressed, um, or we we like fight it, right? Like I think, you know, there's just people who it's like, oh, the world is out to get me. Everything always doesn't work out for me. And what people don't understand is to be honest, then we're just, we continue to create that story for ourselves. We're perpetuating it. Yes. yes. We're putting it off because what we resist persists. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It and it really I, does. And I think getting people to like, yeah, really look at that and be like, okay, let's, instead of just continuing to fight resistance with resistance, how do we look at that? And I love that it sounds like your form of coaching mm -hmm. also, again, coaches people through that. And then yep. I, like the point is not to I like get them connected to you or that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like the point of working with the coach is not to then become reliant to this external thing. Exactly. The point is to walk you back to yourself. Mm -hmm. And certainly I also will say to that though, um, I've had some excellent coaches like on the podcast and I'm so grateful for all of you and the work you do. And I will say, I think too, we realize as humans, we naturally have blind spots. Mm -hmm. So it's not uncommon that even when you learn how to tap into your intuition and you learn how to tap into your own gifts, there is a beauty and a flow and yet we're humans. So I know that mm -hmm. there are times where I'm like, dang it, I'm sitting in one of my blind spots. I need to yeah. you know, have a session with my therapist or with my hypnotherapist or whoever that is. I think yep. also just telling people like it's normal for sure to have ebbs and flows in life so where it's like, yeah, I'm going to need someone to like guide me through this sticky part. Right. I agree fully. And I feel like, um, you know, the coaching aspect too, I, I also have hired coaches and there's a time and place where I'm like, I need someone who knows something, you know, there's a, a niche that I don't have the, the, you know, 
information and I want them to walk me down that path. Yes. And then, you know, like a, a business coach or certain aspects where they have knowledge that they're transferring to me. Yes. That is not my approach. And I've used them and I honor them. And I will again in the future if, if it if it calls for me. But yes. it's coming from this internal guidance of knowing yes. what I need in the present moment. And where, you know, and like I said, going back to the what you resist persists, when it comes to your essence is where it persists, right? If it's really repeating, and mm -hmm. that's where I teach a lot of people and looking at the, you know, the patterns and where is this common story coming around? Mm -hmm. What is the story I'm telling about myself and what's it getting my attention for? And, and this is where RTT is the other aspect that I do. And so and with that is it's unprogramming that subconscious mind that thinks that you are not enough, that you are different mm -hmm. and somehow separate from everyone else. And we can condition to believe. And those yes. are key programs in our mind that need to be unprogrammed. And RTT is another therapy I do that really goes deep into reprogramming the subconscious mind. And I feel like there's a way to you know, navigate life. And that's why I like the blend of the two is um, teaching someone how they can resource their life from this internal place, yes. give them tools on how to calm that mind. So we're not adding more programming to these yep. programs. Yeah, we're healing the body energetically. And we then, you know, can lean into these places where you know, this resistance piles up because what happens is our mind does three things for us. It's telling us either it's trying to protect us mm -hmm. for some reason. And yep. usually people don't understand why. And you don't always have to understand why. You just have to notice what are my programs of protection? Yes. How do I, how do these show up in my life? And we can ask your inner voice that and your inner voice will show you. I love or, that we can discover it through other methods like RTT. So it's either trying to protect or it's trying to punish you or mm -hmm. get you to reprioritize something. And a lot of times that reprioritizing is, is really just, um, you know, the universe trying to get you to hone into your gifts and talents and, and what you were created to become and give back to this life. Yes. And how you're supposed, you know, what you're, what you were created to become and be, we all have our piece and part in this world. Yes. And, you know, if we're in alignment with that or not, uh, our life can flow. And again, it's not a perfect, it, honestly, following, following right. this <laughs> internal guidance is definitely <laughs> difficult, <Yes. laughs> but it's also then you can be very at home and like knowing like this is my essence and yeah. this is my core and I am love and yes. I am here to spread that in the and I'm enough right yes. like, I am enough which yes. is so hard of a place to get to and some yeah like I, I just love all of this and I think too if if you're listening to this conversation I think again notice that the mind has different like the mind does I don't know, not like sneaky things, but the mind will there then create a story, it's right? Yeah. yeah. And so like, I think sometimes people hear this and they're like, oh, great. So, you know, my subconscious beliefs, I grew up like this. I have this, you know, life is keep showing me this and whatnot. And I don't know. I think again, right. Sometimes mind will get focused on like the woe is me part of it. 
Yep. Just know that as much as, yes, the subconscious programs that many of us are running are no longer serving. Yes. But I like to give people hope is that I have experienced it. And I, I'm sure you have experienced it too, Teresa, that when you heal and release programs that are no longer serving you and you start to plant new programs, new seeds, mm -hmm. the same happens on the positive side. Just meaning like I can create a life of plenty. I can create a life of abundance. I can create a life of flow when I'm operating from different you don't operate when I'm operating from a different operating system. And so I think like people think like, oh, no, I'm stuck now. This is me. And it's like, oh, no, no, mm -hmm. we're showing you if we can tap into your own internal power, internal wisdom, heal some of the beliefs that you might be operating from, like watch out world. <laughs> people are good, right? Like we yeah. can heal the planet. And so yeah. like there's just a lot of hope and inspiration, too, when we start to get curious. There's so much hope and inspiration. And I'll tell you the biggest gift that comes from it is this internal peace. And so that comes from once you are in this space, as you're navigating life, um, all of the ebbs and flows that you experience are going to continue experience because we live in this human existence that's full spectrum. Yes. But what's ends up happening is you have more and more peace in it. And so you can be angry and at peace. You can be happy and at peace. You can be livid. And and sometimes you might lose your, you know, lose yeah. it because it's just kind of like, and even from that space, when I do, it's more like, whoa, I can see the connection to why that was important. Because yes. it's much more beyond me. I, this integration of like this collective that we all play a role in. And sometimes yes. I, afterwards I'll look back and I'll be like, huh. But then what will come from it? I'll be like, that's why that happened that way. And so I have peace in what is. Yes. From that internal knowing of I know this voice inside side of me that's here for my highest good not only the highest good of myself mm -hmm. but for everyone yes and that gives you the peace of knowing i can make really hard decisions and i can maybe disappoint people yep. i can maybe even say something that is hard where in the past i'd be like oh i can't say this because they may take it the wrong way yes. i know what needs to be said and how to say it and even if i do it wrong i have peace in knowing it was it is what it is and it's meant to be and because that intention within me came from this deep place and this essence that i know is whole yes. and love and from there the ripples happen and I have more peace in who I am. Yes. And I have more like that here. I have more safety in being curious. Yes. And I think just huge. What came through there is that one, we can create our own internal peace. Mm -hmm. Does not mean that there won't be times of difficulty, that there won't be hard conversations to be had. Or, or also like, again, there are worldly things happening in our world today that I know that yeah. like can, it, it's draining on all of us on some level. I mean, you know, like I try not to watch the news right now, but it's again, not sticking my head in the sand. I know there are difficult things happening in the world 
and we can create our own internal peace, mm -hmm. which I think is just so freeing. And I think it's mm -hmm. so like, okay, at the end of the day, I know that I have the tools to still try to remain rock solid gain mm -hmm. that greater connection to myself. And again, depending on what you call it, but also to higher power source. Yeah. And so you just, I think you feel like you can kind of weather and navigate the ebbs and flows of life. So yeah. Much yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, from that internal space of, and I truly believe that the more we tune people into the essence of who they are and they really know and feel inside that they are love and compassion that that just shows up in then how you interact with everyone. And the more yeah. we do that, the more this planet and humanity, because everyone just wants to be seen, known, and heard, right? And then to commune with each other in this accepting space of, I, I am enough and I and I belong. Yes. I belong in, I know I do within me and I I feel and I find those places and I, I see my part in the whole. Because yes. at the end of the day, um, you know, we are in this human experience. We are, but we're all, we're spirit embodied. Yes. And we're not meant to be one or the other. And right. I truly believe that we're supposed to find this, this beautiful space of being both with one another. Absolutely. And, and we're always going to have that full spectrum, right? Of people that, but that's what, that is what makes life life. Yes. We all need that, um, you know, the light without the dark. We wouldn't see the stars unless we had the night and the sun, you know, and the shadows that cast and the reflections off of them. Yes. And that same thing is, is represented in every area of life. Well, and I think um, there's something that you said that, I mean, like, you know how, like, um, if you're listening to this episode or people we just obviously see out and about in the community, we're all... I mean, we're all like, I'm going to use the word awake. We're all awake at different levels. And I just mean, again, like awake is in like how awake and connected are you to your inner self? And maybe you're not. And that's okay. I understand people are in certain seasons of life. If you're maybe mm -hmm. you're in a bomb or you're going through something really stressful and you're, you're just getting by wherever you're at. Um, what I will say is though, it's like this balance, right. Of like our humanness and our spiritual side. And it, for some reason, it made me think of how, you know, yesterday, Teresa and I did a yoga class together at Radiant Soul Yoga Studio at 10 o'clock. Anthony does something like before Thanksgiving and we're recording this the week of Thanksgiving. And what, what I can say when we're at a class together is that like, you know, I know we show up to a class with 20 other humans and we're all just doing yoga together. And again, I don't know everybody's life. I don't know everybody's story, but I do know, I'm sure some people who go to yoga at Radiant Soul, just, they just go for yoga. They, they're, you know, right? Like they're maybe not the most spiritual, which is absolutely fine. And yet nobody can deny that like kind of at the end, as Anthony like wraps up and usually maybe he does some song or put something grounding on, mm -hmm. like you can't deny that we all just feel like we are 20 souls who just moved and now we're just breathing. And there's just this collective sense that even if, again, no matter where everybody is on their journey mm -hmm. is. So beautiful. That's that balance of like humanness and spiritualness. And in that five minute window, we're all just souls starting on a mat together. Oh. Our day, right. Like, I think that's like one of those sweet spots. 
I, I completely agree. And I feel like it's just, you know, the more experiences we can give people where they can find that in the hustle and bustle, take and yes. encourage them to take that time out to remember, because we all get lost in our days Absolutely. and we all get lost in you know, everything that's happening, but the more we remember and bring ourselves back to that center of wholeness within us, the easier it becomes. And the more we do it and show up from that space, the more others are attracted to it. Yes. And some may be repelled and, and that's okay. Yes. Agreed. And yeah, we're, we're all uh, in, and some people may say, you know, I like to go run on out, out in nature or, um, whatever it is, find that for you. Yes. And that's where I really, at the beginning of working Agreed. with people, start working on what do you do for alignment? Mm. What does alignment look like for you? And where can you cultivate that in your day? Yes. And and how can you find a balance? I'm a Libra and I love balance, but how can you find <laughs> a balance in everything that you do to, to find that um, way to work with whatever it is in your life. Yes. And because so different for everyone, right? It like will. some people don't like to spend their time on their yoga mat and, yep. and don't necessarily find as much peace in that space. Um, and maybe they find it somewhere else, but at the end of the day, you know, you need to figure out what those pieces and parts are for that. You can just get your Get your internal system in a harmonious state. Yes. Out of that fight or flight, back into harmony with nature, with creation, with who you are at your essence. And then from that space, just guided to embody in whatever way that is, if it's, you know, at, in your in your work, with your children, with your families, um, by yourself, all of it. Yes. Yes. And I feel like you honestly just answered kind of like my last question that I usually wrap up where I kind of ask like, how do you, what tip would you give people who are curious mm -hmm. and they just want to get started? They just want to know. I mean, you gave some great tips there of just like one, like listen to your alignment. What, what brings you into alignment? What brings you into balance? Do more of that. Um, any other imparting tips or words of advice? And then also please share just how can people um, connect with you? Um, how can people work with you? And certainly anything you kind of share, I will link in the show notes so that people can also <laughs> go to your website and things too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, really, I think at the core, it comes down to breath and that connection and just knowing and trusting that it's it it has a voice that needs you to listen to it. Yes. And I, I don't use the word need, um, you know, with a lot of things, but I do think you need you. And I really believe that um, your breath and your awareness will naturally take you there if you allow it to. And if there's resistance there to know it's safe. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are afraid to look within because they're afraid of what they're going to find. Yes. And I promise you, I work with a lot of people with sexual trauma and a lot yeah. of people with very traumatic things and their awareness never takes them to a place that is scary and hard. And if it is, um, it's, 
it's in it. I mean, I suppose if other people facilitate different ways, I'm not sure, but right. we go to, we go to hard things, but there's peace in it and no one's ever afraid. Yes. There, and, and the mind is very curious in how it shows you things. And I have witnessed over many years of watching like of, of knowing from the mind story what they've went through, mm -hmm. what ends up coming through when we're in a deeper, deeper state and how mm -hmm. beautiful the awareness comes through. Yes. And so I just encourage people to, to not be scared of that voice within them and to just spend some time connecting with themselves in some way. Take yes. a few moments and breathe, get in nature, connect with the tree. Yes. Find yes. something that is just feeling, feels healing to you. Agreed. And if your intuition calls you to, you know, play in this space of finding your own connection, um, I have a free discovery call on, on my website. And I just encourage people to start there and have a conversation with me. Yes. And from that space, um, we can figure out if we are a good fit for one another and if if this is something that they want to explore deeper and and really trust if they feel that inner nudge being like hey look at this look at it in every aspect of your life if that comes from you know, the, I, I started playing with my intuition with fun things like the clothes I would wear or the makeup I would use or the food that I would eat. And the more I did that, the more my body just felt happy. And then I went to the big thing. Yes. And so I love that you just shared that. It's so true. I think oftentimes we put a lot of pressure that yeah. like, oh gosh, if I'm connecting to my intuition, I better have some really good questions ready. I need to have like my life figured out so that my intuition can tell me all the things. I actually love that you have reminded people that like when you start to tap into your intuition, it doesn't have to be all like heavy and go right to the big hitters. You yeah. can just have fun connecting with it. Like what, what do I want to eat today? What do I want to wear? What feels like me? What, what intuitively, mm -hmm. you know, what activities call out to me today that would be fun in my schedule? Like you can have fun with it. That's a really yeah. great reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Play play. Just yes. Play. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Teresa. So we are going to link Teresa's website down below. If you are feeling called, feel free to schedule um, a free discovery call with her. Otherwise, you will often find us on the mat at Radiant Soul Yoga <laughs> Studio. And I know you sometimes run events with them as well. Yeah. So make sure you also check that out. And um, in the future, I um, will be putting out an uh, online course called Connect, Heal, and Create. And, and when they are out there, I work in flow. So I, love I it. promise you when they'll be there. But it will be on my website. And if you follow my Instagram and stuff, which I'm pretty quiet on right now, but just trust that my intuition when the time comes and it will be there in the right time. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I love that because I, I realize, like, I know for some, if you're listening, it's like, eh, like, I don't know about this kind of stuff. And I think sometimes when there is that self-paced option, keep your eyes open, keep your heart open listen to where your nudge takes you. And I think for some people, it's kind of like maybe a self-paced route at first, which is fine. Mm -hmm. um, it's a way for you to dip your toes in, get curious, see how some things work. And then again, as always, I encourage people like whether it's finding a guide or even finding a community, like yes. find people that are also on this journey. You do not have to do this alone, right? Oh. No, you don't. You definitely don't. And it's a lot more fun when you can just 
like explore things together and that community where you feel love and accepted and like you can just be authentically belong. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, Teresa, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm sure we have some future conversations on the podcast to come. It was so fun having you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you're here and that you found this podcast. I hope you found the content and information helpful. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and leave me a review and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any new episodes. Have an awesome day, my friend. Thank you.